Hello, hello, and welcome to the first episode of Daily Surface. And this is a new podcast, and what we are trying to do here is present stories that happened during the pandemic. Uh, we'll be going through several themes over the weeks. We'll be talking about different aspects uh, of what happened during the pandemic, and we'll be talking and interacting with people who uh, whose life completely changed uh, during this period. Uh, my name is Bala Prashant, and I will be the host for this week. I am a student at the Trinity College at University of Toronto, and I'm studying uh, economics and majoring. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm majoring in economics and minoring in uh, political science and history. Today, we will be talking about small businesses and a part of student life as well. Uh, I have with me the chef at Trinity College at the University of Toronto St George campus Mr Kiran Ravi Thank thanks Prashant thanks so much uh, just just a minor correction uh, I used to work with Trinity College no longer working with them so yeah I was the chef at Trinity College oh, Okay apologies for that so uh if uh if I'm not wrong during the this pandemic you started the cloud kitchen called Aika, right? Aika, yes. Yes. Uh, and when the pandemic started, uh, what were your initial thoughts with the whole thing, and how were you able to process it, and what gave you the idea for starting this kitchen? Uh, well, I mean, uh, when the pandemic set in, uh, it was it was something of an unknown, right? Unknown quantity for all of us because we'd never. Uh, our entire generation had never faced or never experienced something like this and uh, i mean firstly initially the biggest change or the biggest effect that it had was on all our personal lives uh, and when i say personal lives it is personal habits like not touching your face and washing your hands constantly uh, i mean getting rid of some habits that you had uh, that was the biggest issue i think uh, we faced in initially uh and from a business point of view yes um, it uh, like I, like i said it was uh, the unknown for all of us uh, we'd never experienced something like covid before and we'd never experienced uh, something where, where we had to change uh, the entire format of service for uh, food service industry for restaurant industry uh, the hotel industry so initially things were really tough because you had to get to used to the new way of life the new way of working the new way of interacting with people and uh, yeah so that's that's that was the the real pain points initially so yeah, yeah. so uh, th- that's what was the issues in initially uh when i first uh, got to know about the pandemic uh, how it was happening and how the mm-hmm. campus about to shut uh i remember uh, a staff member at the trinity college saying that uh, the last time the university got shut was during world war 2 so it yeah. is quite literally a huge gap uh, uh you know like how the university is being shut down and and how our lives completely changed and you were right about how food is be food has a social impact usually when it comes to food we the most uh you know humane thing to do is we sit down together with other people and we share the food and not being able to do that itself is a huge impact because of covid-19 uh now could you give us an idea as to how a cloud kitchen works and why it makes sense during the time of a pandemic 
so just to give you uh, a brief outline of what a cloud kitchen is actually it's it's a kitchen that is set up uh, with just delivery and uh, takeout in mind so a cloud kitchen doesn't have seating space it doesn't have overheads like uh, a server coming and uh, taking your order or serving you the food it is only meant for uh, takeouts and it is only meant for delivery uh, delivery model of uh, food service so uh, why i mean this is the most obvious and the most uh, I mean, I, the best part of the cloud kitchen is where it's contactless, right? Uh, I mean, you are uh, not meeting or not interacting with with a server, and you're not interacting with directly with the chef as well. So uh, that's the best part of uh, a cloud kitchen, and I think it is uh, COVID or lockdown proof, uh, where you don't have to interact with people. That is why uh, that's the advantage of uh, having a cloud kitchen. you place the orders online you get the delivery at your doorstep and uh, yeah that's that's the idea actually why i started uh, my business and also the fact that uh, i mean indian food wasn't represented well in the toronto market and that's why that's that's about the cloud kitchen and how it works basically well uh that was uh, perfect and a lot of our audience members for this podcast will be students and staff members at the university of toronto and both yeah. of them like would like to know how uh, you know your life at trinity college and how your career there helped you set up uh, or pave the way for uh, making this kitchen happen so uh, i mean there are a lot of concepts that i picked up from trinity college as well uh, uh, i i would earlier work with uh, people with dietary preferences and dietary restrictions uh, but that is something i worked really closely uh, during my tenure at uh, trinity college uh, and uh, so that is something i i applied to my business as well uh, where we cater to a lot of uh, dietary requirements as well as dietary restrictions uh obviously since mine uh, i'm still uh, ika is a really small business i mean so we have not scaled it to a level where we can have a allergen free kitchen uh, but uh, i try and uh, have a conversation with every anyone who orders food with ika and try and make them aware of the fact that what allergens go into that uh, a particular dish that they've ordered and uh, if they are uh, the first primary question that i ask them is are they allergic or uh, do they have any dietary preferences and based on that i would then take up the conversation or develop the conversation with them so that is one of uh, the important things that i picked up from trinity college and having worked there uh, the other thing that i try and do is uh, obviously source locally and ensure that uh, local farmers and local produce is uh, is is what i use in my uh, food and uh, also all the packaging that i have or use for ika is 100% biodegradable and compostable so yeah i mean uh, different kinds of allergies and different kind of uh, dietary preferences uh, and uh, the second thing that i picked up from um, trinity is the importance of local produce and supporting local farmers and the third thing is obviously we have to take uh, we have to do our bit in ensuring that the environment's safe so i i use only biodegradable and uh, compostable uh, packaging so that's that's what i picked up from my time at trinity 
and uh, that is quite amazing because when you think about it a lot of business are oriented with profit and ideas of inclusiveness and environment consciousness are rarely thought about when starting a business and it's yes. quite amazing yes uh, and it's quite amazing that you uh, even at the very initial stages you thought about doing this because uh, you just felt that was right and i yes, i i mean hats off to you thank thank you so much like you said that is something that felt right and uh, that is a call that uh, me and my wife we took uh, right from day one uh, even when we thought of starting ica the first thought was that everything should be uh, any packaging that we use should be biodegradable or compostable and uh, most of uh, most of the dietary requirements should be taken into account while we make our menus that is wonderful thank uh, you and a couple of minutes ago you talked about covid proofing the business and yeah. i just wanted to ask uh what were some protocols that you were following in the kitchen and were you able to uh help get your staff also follow this and i am assuming that you had a couple of people to help in the kitchen as well uh like no but actually like i said uh, right now ica was uh, is uh, is at a very nascent stage and we are still uh trying to get a feeler of the market so right now we are operating it just as a mom and pop store where uh, literally me and my wife are the ones who are working and uh, i'm i'm the chef i'm the delivery guy and my wife is the uh, marketing and uh, she takes care of all uh, the marketing material and stuff so uh, right now it's just the two of us but but obviously i mean the protocols that that we uh, that we follow during the covid times is that um, i mean obviously we are using personal protective equipment when when i'm out for deliveries uh, and even um, we take utmost care that there is no uh, cross contamination happening between uh, different orders and uh, we ensure that the orders are only taken online and not i mean there's there's as minimal contact or as minimal uh, con- yeah as minimal contact with people as possible so yeah i mean those are the measures that you take uh, and and also when when i drop off the food i i just leave it at the, leave it at the door I, there's never contact with the person whom who has ordered the food so yeah those are the different protocols that we're following during covid so that's pretty uh, good covid proofing <laughs> yeah Yeah, so um, with with more staff obviously there has to be a lot of training and there has to be a lot of uh, inputs from uh, the owners so i mean right like i said since we are just starting off uh, and that that is actually also one of the things why we didn't uh, go full on and we didn't open uh, open up a big restaurant space is because of the uncertain times we are in and that's exactly what i was about to ask uh yeah. we are completely during uncertain times uh a lot of us don't don't even know if we are able to come back to campus this year and yeah. speaking of uncertainty uh what were some fe- what were you, what were some of the fears that you had uh, while starting this business do you still have those fears and um we what were couple of things that you try and did to uh balance them out I mean the first and foremost when you I 
now what I'll, I'm going to say just uh, from the business point of view, when you start off a business, you have to look at the first and foremost thing that you look at is the financial aspect of it. Uh, whether the, the, the business is going to make financial sense for you to go ahead with it. And uh, I mean, during the COVID time, since delivery and uh, uh, delivery was such a huge thing, uh, it did make financial sense for us to go ahead with the business model. So uh, yeah, th those are th that was the first and th the most important consideration that we uh, that we took. Uh, also, I mean, the, the the fears that I had in mind was always uh, the health risk uh, because uh, I mean that's the nature of COVID, right? You you cannot see uh, the devil, uh, if I may say. I mean, it, it's going to be it's it's all based on how you are interacting with anyone or how you are uh, curtailing your uh, habits of touching your face after you touched a surface i mean it, it's it's a change of the way you live so uh, that that was the biggest fear because uh, like uh, uh, i said earlier uh, we were just me and my wife operating out of our kitchen and uh, delivery was being done by me so i used i would take utmost care when i was delivering food that i don't uh, touch any surface and then touch my face and the other thing that uh, we would do I would do is wear all the PPE required like a face shield gloves masks and uh, different uh, PPE that that is required uh, so yeah the biggest fear was the health risk but then you still went ahead with it knowing that as long as you are protecting yourself uh, you are then putting the others at low risk as well so yeah, I mean, in spite of the health risk, you did. I did go ahead with the plans of starting ICA and uh, just ensure that we follow the necessary uh, guidelines being laid down by uh, public health as well. And if I may ask, uh, since you mentioned that you were working with your wife on this uh, cloud kitchen, yeah. uh, how did you feel uh, working with, with uh, your partner and uh, how, uh, like, yeah, how did you feel working with your wife and was it a completely new experience? So uh, it's actually really tricky working in the kitchen. Kitchens are a really uh, a place where it's easy to lose your, uh, lose your mind because things get so hot in the kitchen and uh, you have strict timelines and deadlines because you have to follow the necessary temperature checks as well for when you're handling food. Uh, and uh, so it, it is a little tricky to work with your partner because uh, uh, you take your personal uh, life into your professional life and the professional life comes into your personal life. So it's it's a little tricky. Uh, it is not the easiest thing to do is what I would say, <laughs> because uh, you're working with your partner. You cannot um, uh, say some things that you would normally say in, in, in the kitchen. So yeah, it is, it is different, uh, but yeah, we, it, it's, it's been a really good experience working with her. I have actually, never, she's a trained chef as well. So oh, uh, yeah, so uh, I have, we've, we've always worked in different uh, restaurants and different uh, hotels, but never worked together. But yeah, the experience is really uh, different, but I would say good different rather than bad different. That's amazing. And uh Knowing that COVID-19 uh, posed a threat to a lot of immigrants, new immigrants and those who were there in Canada for work mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Uh, did you have fears of coming back to India because of the situation of how hard life uh, started becoming because of the pandemic? 
I mean, travel overall, no, I, I wouldn't say traveling back to India just uh, was, was an issue, but travel, and travel overall was an issue. I mean, wherever you would want to travel, uh, the, the, it was uh, difficult to travel. Uh, but yes, uh, I mean, to being specific to the question that you asked, traveling back to India obviously was not easy. Uh, my, I mean, during COVID, I mean, when uh, about six months ago, my mother had COVID and she was really serious. But then I couldn't travel to India because of uh, the travel restrictions in in uh, Canada. So yeah, it is at the, these points of time when you uh, feel really helpless. So, I mean, there were concerns traveling back to India because of uh, how widespread it was in the country. And uh, so it, it was a really difficult moment, but then you get through, get through it with help from your family and friends. That, yes. Uh, and, uh, and I hope your mom has completely uh, recovered from COVID-19. Yes. Yes. She's, she's, keeping good health and she's fine now but uh, as you said it really puts things into perspective and starting a business taking all the risks that you've taken uh, during this pandemic putting your own health uh, uh, you know as uh, you're putting your own health as a risk and uh, at risk and then going ahead with this working with your partner working with your wife and you've completely opened yourself to this whole new world um, because of this dramatic shift in uh, events. Uh, and that is just truly inspiring for anybody who uh, will be hearing your story. And I hope that, uh, well, people learn uh, to adapt the way you did uh, during this uh, situation. And it was uh, frankly, uh, I felt that, uh, you know, uh, or when you said COVID proofing your business mm. and becoming more conscious about the environment and inclusivity, uh, I'm also thinking about, okay, so I guess that's a completely new way of looking into things uh, after the pandemic because uh, our lives are more contingent. Uh, mm. COVID-19 has shown us that uh, we are subject to chance and human beings as we, we have no power over mother nature. Yes. Uh, so I guess uh, environmentally being conscious is also very important uh, at this juncture. Uh, well, it concludes our talk and I really, really thank you for. Thank you so much, Prashant and the entire team. Uh, uh, for inviting me and giving me a platform here uh, so that I can talk about my experience during uh, this the, the pandemic. Uh, and one thing I'd, re I'd like to really talk about before uh, we wrap up is that I think the biggest factor that helped, uh, I can talk from an Indian Indian's perspective. I mean, the biggest factor that's helped us during this time, during this pandemic is, uh, I, I think that's ingrained in our Indianness is that Whenever you fall, you just have to get up and start walking again. There is no other option. You can't just lie down. So that's, that's, that's I think, uh, being, being taught to us by uh, our parents since uh, childhood. And that's what's kept us going. So, yeah, uh, I, a big salute, a big thanks to 
the indianness in us that is true well uh, thank you so much uh, for those final touches uh, i guess uh, the indianness is what keeps us going yes and thank you thank I, you so much thank you for joining me and i hope that a lot of people are inspired by your story and and i this is to the audience uh anybody who would like to ask questions to mr kiran i can all, you can always post them in the comment section and i would forward them to mr kiran uh well that is that then uh, hope to see you guys in next episode